This is Movie and a Beer, a podcast based in Portland, Oregon, where you can share in our discussion about movies and what beers go best with them. From classic cinema to the latest blockbuster, we all can use a little help figuring out what beers to enjoy in the theater or at home. So listen in and explore with us the vast world of ales and lagers to pair up with your movie experience. On this episode of Movie and a Beer, we selected Sam Adams, 76, a new session American Pilsner by the well-established Boston Beer Company. To go with this wonderful beer, we've just recently sat down and watched the movie Yesterday, uh, kind of an interesting movie by Danny Boyle. First, we're going to touch on how we uh, thought about the beer, what influenced us to, after we tasted the beer, pick the movie, and... Mm-hmm. Because uh, we, we kind of approached it a little differently this time. Instead of just picking a random movie and a beer, we uh, decided to kind of scope the two together and see if we can work it a little bit better. So uh, welcome. This is a Movie and a Beer, and I'm Dan Kopersky, and we have with us... I'm Blake Hunt, and I'm Randall. Uh, briefly about the Boston Beer Company being around a long time. <laughs> uh, Sam 76 is a beer that's a, it's classified as a lager, but it is a blend of... Multiple fermentations, which is not uncommon in the brewing industry to mix beers as they're in their either final stages of initial fermentation or secondary stages of fermentation if they add yeast to it as a secondary, which they can certainly do. Uh, This beer is really nice. It's a very kind of hot or aromatic forward. Let's let's break that. Let's let's break this up. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Interject some questions. Ooh, the intro- oh, introduction police. questions. The yeah, introduction police yeah. is here, guys. So let's just look at the can for a second. I All like right. this can design. The can is cool. Very like. Uh, it I feels classic. I haven't had a Sam Adams beer in many, many years. That was one of the reasons that I recommended this as our selection nice. because I've only ran into Sad Adams, uh, their Boston Lager on draft in airports. Okay, I yeah. see, that's, I've seen that. That's the really only place I've ever seen it. Common I, airport beer. Yes. Uh, and they've been advertising this. I kind of read up a little bit on it, and I was interested to try it. I had a little bit of difficulty tracking this beer down. Yeah, I was on that uh, text chain, and each response was like, I don't know how to help. So I typed back, that sucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I inevitably uh, look on their website to see where they distribute it, and the beer was available at Walgreens Pharmacy and Walmart. Walgreens and Walmart. All right. hmm. So I stopped by my neighborhood Walmart. Are those common stores? <laughs> well, yeah. That, <laughs> and that's, East Coast is littered with them. Yeah. yeah. So I, in, not necessarily a super cheap beer, but I, I decided to go ahead and, and let's grab this one and give it a try. It's easy. Um, on the can, it says crushable in small print. Uh, what does crushable mean? Crushable is synonymous with the term sessionable, which means it's below 5% alcohol. And so typically, loggers are below 5% in alcohol or right around 5%. You crush it and go, bro. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you could crush the can it. on your hand, but you don't necessarily, or on your head, you don't necessarily want to do that. But the term crushable means you could down it and it's not going to mess you up that bad. I mean, I had a, no idea. With a 4.7% alcohol to volume, that makes it's, sense. It's, it's low. It's pretty light. So, so yeah, the term crushable is, delight, is, from my interpretation, they're using that instead of session. I've had, I've had kombucha that's uh, more alcohol than this beer. But um, I liked it. It's really, it is crushable, easy to drink. The can design is kind of classic. I want to point out that the... Dark blue and light blue, dew tone, but it's bright red type. Yeah. It, the logo is nice. 
The barcode is in the shape of a uh, glass. Oh, that's that's pretty clever. I noticed that like during the uh, a pint when, glass when Dan started like going into the the style of beer. I was like, oh my what? <laughs> and and there is a little yellow or a little uh, metallic thing on here that I believe is probably a date stamp, but it's kind of hard. It's just like a oh, I see. It. Is there a date on the bottom? There I got is. November 2019. Yeah, I got November 2019 as well. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. It'd be wild if we all different years in the same pack. So, <laughs> so from the future. It is from the future. Ooh. So this is a best buy date, which oh, I best buy date. really appreciate them putting that on the can instead of you having to figure it out yourself. Marty, we got to drink back to the future. Yes, we do. Um, so. No, I liked it. It was tasty. Okay, so in your notes, Dan, you say um, experimenting with lager and ale yeast strains. Yep. What does that mean exactly? So what they've done is they've uh, either used two different sets of yeast strains and blended that beer after it's done an initial fermentation because those yeast blend only after they've gone through their... I mean, you can use ale yeast at a lower temperature if it's one that can handle that. You could also ferment lager at a higher temperature. It's typically around 50 degrees or maybe a little lower than that. Hmm. It has to sit at that. You slowly lower it down from your initial pitching, which is where you add the yeast to the wort. It's it's a starting temperature. Then you have to step it down slowly. That's right, because lager you have to like keep cold. It has to be cold. That's why when you see these commercials, cold filtered, cold you know, mm. cold lager. Well, it I has to be cold. Beer. It has to be. Otherwise, it's not a lager because lager oh, yeast lives at a lower temperature. That's right. I always forget that. So when they say they're experimenting, typically what that means is you take there. There's a, a thing that came out a few years ago called IPL, India Pale Lager. So you take an ale, pale ale recipe and make it with lager yeast. So experimenting could also mean that they're taking a recipe that isn't made for lager yeast and lagering it. That's kind of awesome. Or they're taking a lager recipe and making ale out of it, which I've done myself as a home brewer a few times, mm-hmm. which is a great thing, a great way to experiment with flavors and the use of the grains versus the hop profile. It's a it's a great question. I'm glad you asked that. So uh, uh, they experimented to get this blend right 60 iterations or many, many times to figure this out. Um, yeah. Any idea what those 59 other blends tasted like? <laughs> so I thought it was going to be like the uh, 409 cleaning product. It took 75 tries to almost get it right. 76 <laughs> is the right one. Oh, it's the year. Whoops. Yeah. I, I imagine that if you go to or were to visit the Boston Beer Company's location in Boston itself, their main production facility, which probably has a tap room, they so. most breweries will put out their experimental or what they call their one-off beers to test out recipes. Oh. Uh, most likely, that's they had those available or variations on them available. If they were good enough to put out to the public, they just basically do a chart. They say, here are the best ones. Here are the strains we used. I imagine they, they it says also, I, I read up that they did 12 different hot varieties at their nanobrewery location. Hot varieties, as you know, are like any spice. Oh, right. There's a huge range of them, variants within each style. So it, I imagine they had quite a lot of different hops available to, to them to experiment with. I would think so. They're decent size. Yeah, <laughs> they got they have a little bit of pull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did that. They did those twelve those twelve hop varieties just for this, like just this one we drank. Well, probably to figure out the, the flavor profile of a, of a Pilsner, American-style Pilsner, that they wanted to reflect with this kind of interesting malt body that isn't quite a Pilsner body. It's not crackery. It's a little bit more chewy than crackery, in my mind. 
I could be wrong there. Everyone's palette is a little different. I think I can but see that. To me, there's it's like a medium to medium there's mild like a, body. There's no bite from like um like a Japanese lager. Like Correct. The, I, that that definitely. Had a, it 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 doesn't have taste. that super thin crispness that, that yeah that, that what you're thinking thin. of with most mm-hmm. American style pilsners that you're gonna find find out there American adjunct lagers as they're more commonly referred to. This felt pretty balanced. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like this. Yeah, it wasn't. It had just enough personality to give it some interest, but went mm-hmm. down quite crushably. What other questions do we have to, for Dan? Like, you have any questions for for Dan? Can I have another beer? Can you can. <laughs> They're in the beer fridge. You need to go grab one. Uh, well, I mean, how, so this one hasn't been around that long. Correct. Like it, they recently just made this. They literally just, uh, it now, again, they've gone through a years of testing to figure out the recipe, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they didn't have this one figured out a long time ago, and they're just spending time mastering what they've come up with a little bit, tweaking it, and they could change the recipe. You know, there's nothing to say that this specific beer can't change over time. There's a lot of breweries out there that they do that. They switch up the recipe after a few iterations just to keep it fresh. Huh. Instead of having the same beer be the same beer as the last episode we did, which had a beer that's been the same for 31 years. Oh, that's right. You have a standard that works well versus do I want to change it up periodically to re- reintroduce the public to it? Because hmm. while I would drink this before I would drink most other you know, low-end American-style pilsners out there. A, f- a fair call. This is not a cheap beer. This is this is microbrewery prices for the 12-pack of cans. It was over $15. That's what I'm going to say. So it was pricey for a 12-pack. Do you think that's because it was made, like, perfected in a nanobrewery or because there's a, com- a big company that can say, yeah, let's just pick this price? I, I think it's distribution costs. Gotcha. Because gotcha, it's gotcha. coming from the East Coast, so they that's, have to charge more for it to get out here. That's a good point, yeah. When you see those other bigger companies out there that have beer, that same beer all over the place, they have breweries all over the country. They don't have just one location they make it at. Gotcha. That's a, that's it, a secret. You don't know. It did seem uh, strange to me that you guys were like super interested in this. I grew up in Virginia, so I've seen Sam Adams my whole life. Yeah. So you saw this, like, yeah, okay, cool, it's beer you can get anywhere. That's fine, I guess. And I'm, now I'm learning, oh, duh, that other coast, of course, it's not just going to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I had a whole meltdown when uh, Smart Mouth had a thing at the bar. I was like, it's a, guys, it's a thing. It's so good. But yeah. Yeah, interesting. Right. Sound effects. That's great. I thought it was tasty. Right on. I'm about to crush this uh, can. If we uh, had a commercial spot, this is where it would be. All right. We watched Yesterday by Danny Boyle, probably his best film to date. My, no, just kidding. <laughs> Um, yeah, he, he, the listeners can't see me look at you physically like, wait a minute. Wait a second. Um, he's, he's having a pull. It was, uh, it's kind of forgettable. It was... Except for the songs. The songs were pretty good. Yeah, it, I guess, quick rundown <laughs> if you have never heard of Yesterday. The premise is this uh, musician, who I should have kept the IMDb page open, when he's about to quit playing music, the world loses electricity for like 12 seconds, I think they say in the film. When he wakes yeah. up, he realizes he's the only one who remembers the Beatles. And he references them for like, ha, what's that? It's funny. He plays like, uh, like the first song he plays is Yesterday. His friend's like, that's beautiful. When'd you write that? I didn't. George, so, all, George Paul. And, so he decides to make it his thing and plays the music, plays their songs as his own. Yeah. So Jack, Jack Malik is the name of the musician in mm-hmm. the film. Yeah. He's, he's played by actor... Uh, Himmel Patel, Himesh, I'll pronounce it right at some point in my life, Himesh Patel. There we go. 
It really just kind of felt like one of those films where Danny Boyle is probably sitting around with a bunch of his buddies and said, what if, you know, yeah. and that was the entire part. What if the Beatles didn't exist except for three people mm-hmm. in the world knew about it? If there was this giant global blackout, which I didn't quite understand how that had anything to do with anything. I kind of liked and hated that they, if it's a plot spoil, they never really cover it. They really focus on, like, it's a romantic comedy. It's a romantic comedy, video. Yeah. Story. It's a romantic yeah. comedy we've all seen a million times before, where the 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 hero doesn't realize that the person he should be in love with is somebody who's been in mm-hmm. love with him since day one, and he has this huge dilemma. You know, does he reveal the truth of this deep dark secret he's keeping to to save his chances with the girl, or does he um you know keep living the lie? Yeah, seems a little Bad formulaic. Yeah, it's definitely I mean, that's what that's I mean, a yeah. tropes work for a reason. Yeah. I love me a romantic yeah. comedy because I want to see the good win, evil, untriumph, lose, and just happy I, I, ending for everybody. And there's, Once in a while. And there's definitely a, a kind of review of the music industry and how it treats people yeah. with how his Ed Sheeran's manager, who became his manager, acted towards him. He's just a property for her to make money. Done she very well. Done very well by Kate McKinnon, one yeah. of my favorite actresses. Yeah. She does a good job in it. I, you know, the, it's a believable story from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. Not so much of the like reality of would this ever happen. <laughs> so obviously, fantasy rom com, not not yeah, based yeah. in reality at all. But it is interesting. One of the things uh, we had read some of the reviews um, as we started watching it, just mm-hmm. so we'd be familiar with the film. And surprisingly, none of them really talked about the other things that were missing. Yeah, so in the movie, spoiler alert, there's no cigarettes. And no Coca-Cola. No Coca-Cola. Harry Potter. Yeah. That's Uh, right, yeah. (laughs) What else are we missing? What what am I missing here? Other things didn't exist because the Beatles didn't exist. Oh, Oasis. Um, Oasis Oasis did not exist. Um, Yeah, it was a love story I didn't care about. Don't worry, guys. Childish Gambino is still there. Yeah, Childish Gambino is still still on the internet. God bless you, Donald. Yes, Um, he says that in the film. He actually mm -hmm. Googles. He goes to Google and starts Googling everybody. He's like, oh my God, is this person still here? Is that thing still around? And it's interesting that as a side plot doesn't really go anywhere. Well, I like that he actually looks it up as opposed to most movies where it's like, I wonder about this thing, and they never, like, check it. Like, movies where, like, if they had a cell... Like, I feel like it's a YouTube series... Movies, uh, it's, uh, how cell phones would ruin movies. And it, like, solves right. the problems in, like, five minutes. Yeah. I, th- I feel like this was Danny Boyle's attempt to, like, write a Twilight Zone episode. I'm cool with that. And it was fine. It was enjoyable. Like, it's, you know, totally forgettable, but, like, classic Danny Boyle sort of lighting effects and camera angles. and Ed Sheeran music video. Ed Sheeran music video. I mean, as far as, like, the beer we picked, it goes right with it. Uh, yeah, it's it was an easy, easy movie. Easy to watch. Not but, horrible. Yeah, like, like we, we weren't suffering and like making fun of the whole thing. We're like, oh, okay, that's cute. Like, you can get up, use the restroom, and not worry about like missing anything vital. You can, after a long week of work, have a little date night in, or a bad day at work, as you had already mentioned. Yes, <laughs> or a <laughs> long boring day easy. at work. You just need something to to just zone out to. Almost a palate cleanser. Yeah, it's kind a, of. It's a palate cleansing. Like movie. I, I love me like complex dark brewing movies, but once in a while, yeah. Something simple. I saw, to drink with a crushable I saw, beer. Um, Ad Astra with Brad Pitt over the weekend. Ooh, how is it? Um, I know surprisingly, I liked this movie a lot better than that. It oh no! Just, uh, yeah, it, uh, it got pretty good reviews. I, I I didn't look at the reviews for yesterday or anything before this, mm-hmm. which is why I thought we should watch it because it looks good. Ad Astra looked really good in the previews, and uh, the reviews were great. 
I just again just a character I didn't care about and some cool space scenes and but I just left feeling really cheated. Yeah. Fair enough. So, so do you feel like you related to either the musician or yeah. the, his girlfriend Ellie? Like she struggled. She's like, I really wanted to be with this person. I tried everything I could, and he just wouldn't take the plunge. He tried, but he couldn't. Yeah, until the end. Danny's Boyle attempt to to try and make a great a Beatles movie, Beatles inspired mm-hmm. nostalgic movie, and, and just didn't. He nailed me wanting to buy their whole discography. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think that's what made this movie great because like those songs are just so tr- tried and true. It's hard yeah. to you know not use thirty oh. of them in a movie and have the movie feel bad. It's gonna feel great, yeah. you know. I mean, their music's also kind of crushable. Like it's it's very crushable. It's very easy to listen to. You, I've never met anyone who wasn't a Beatles fan unless it was like to be contradictory just for the sake of it. Yeah. Like it's easy evening. This movie's awesome with this beer. It really worked. They pair really well together. Yeah. And there's, I don't think we heard any foul language in it. I think it's a PG 13 film. So watchable with kids or young adults. (laughs) There's no sex scenes, no nudity, nothing. I mean, it's just a straight music video Mm -hmm. by Ed Sheeran. That's, that's what I'm going to classify. It's like a beer you could drink with your kids. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Ah, that's what I'm talking about. With your about. kids or drink it while you watch your kids. one and older. <laughs> With your adult children. Right, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> cool. I think that works. The movie is good, but the beer is better. Yeah. That's how I'd sum it up. I, I, I would agree as well. So are we in consensus then? Yes. Kind of in the movie and... Yeah. Definitely really shaky thumb. Shaky thumb. <laughs> yeah. Shaky thumb in the middle. It was uh, definitely if I was stuck on an airplane and it was the only yeah. thing on, I would be like, I would have felt bad that I was stuck with this movie to watch. Mm-hmm. So If you and your partner had a rough week at work, this is a good way to just unwind. It's a feel-good movie. Yeah. Because he, yeah. he does, let's plot spoil it, he does come clean in the end. Mm-hmm. So, so he, Spoiler alert. Spoiler yeah, alert. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. He does come clean oh, in the I, end. You know, the so. Beatles never come back, though, so that's the worst part, is at the end, yeah. he doesn't slip back into his own dimension, and I want to know doesn't what, have Coca-Cola or cigarettes. I, I, I want to know what Atlanta's doing. Like, that. like, what's Atlanta doing with no Coca-Cola? I, I'm not ever going to stop thinking about this. <laughs> Atlanta, Georgia, no Coca-Cola. Maybe it's just Gambino. Maybe it's just Childish Gambino yeah. exploded. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, and as always, drink responsibly, and please note that the opinions expressed during the taping of this broadcast are those of the hosts. So everyone have a great evening, if it is evening when you listen to this. Or commute. For us, or commute, or whatever it is that you're doing while you're listening. So have a good one, take care, thank you for listening, and remember to check out our podcast on our website, because we just added some cool stuff to it. Drink more beer, watch more movies. Yes. We all live on a yellow submarine. Uh, yellow submarine. Yeah. <laughs> Copyright infringed. <laughs> all right. Have a good one, everyone. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Later. Thanks for listening. This has been Movie and a Beer. Stay tuned for future episodes and features to be added to our website and podcast. And please remember to drink responsibly and hydrate, hydrate, hydrate.